the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Episode 40-something of the Battle for 1600. And we're doing something a little bit different. Why? Because my producer's got a brain that's actually always switched on. We're doing it live. Hi, everybody. We're here with... No, that's your camera over there. there. (laughs) The Baron. The Baron. Boris Epstein is back in studio with us. I don't believe you had the coronavirus. You look amazing. Well, here's... I'll tell you, my waist doesn't believe it either because (laughs) you're supposed to lose weight. On but you got a bit, I like bars. the best. Yeah, well, that's because we're with, with, with a lapel. Look at yeah, that. Burgundy full, vest. Full finish. Love full it. finish. Love full it. finish the old way. But I, got are, the, you sure, I got are you sure you had the coronavirus? Are you sure? Is this true? Or is this fake news? Well, see, here's the difference. I had the coronavirus. <laughs> the coronavirus didn't have me. Okay? I got, just like the president. Just like the president. Just like the mayor. Mm-hmm. Mayor Rudy. I think the mayor's coming out of hospital now. He's today. already out. He's out. He's already out. All right. I talked to him. Yeah, he's out. The mayor's great. So that's I, crazy. He went in at the uh, Sunday morning. That's it. <laughs> After Maria Bartiromo, and it's Thursday. Good morning. Sunday, mo- <laughs> Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Hello, Nancy. Hello. Creepy. Don't creep me out. I'm so supposed to be having so fun creepy. here. <laughs> You're creeping me out on our own podcast. I am. All right. I'm so bad. I'm, Shad's not here. Shad is at home getting better and he always reminds me you gotta tell everybody who you are but you know who we are this is the battle for 1600 our special podcast we've been doing for a long time episode 43 i think no, i think it's 44. 44 44 that's a good number 44 magnum and i'm sebastian gorka member of the president's national security education board host of america first of the same radio network with my good buddy former colleague in the white house former special assistant to the president strategic advisor to the trump campaign boris epstein follow him at boris ep on twitter i'm seb gorka on twitter s-e-b-g-o-r-k-a and you're part of the the alpha detachment you are part of the legal a team for the president, but you you went down for the count for just a just a few days with the COVID. You crossed the COVID, and you are back. That called China virus. I don't know if Sorry, you heard. China. But hang on, that's racist. We like, can't do like that Spanish flu. Didn't you know that? So, and, completely and, and, inappropriate. And Lyme disease from Connecticut. It's the race against Connecticut. I need to- <laughs> Connecticut. It's the race of Connecticut. I don't know. The, that's the thing. The, 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 the Connecticut. Those, those Connecticut. <laughs> you know the, the the people of Connecticut. Don't call it Lyme disease. It's just racist. Is it? Allegedly. Yeah, no, I, I didn't get the memo. <laughs> so would, let's just talk about you for a second. Sure. What was it like? How was the uh, the, the the Wuhan? How did you? So. Did you lose your taste? Because that's not good if you like cigars. I, I traveled through the Wuhan. Okay, <laughs> you had a magical mystery <laughs> tour through the Wuhan forest. Um, here's, here's what happened. I, I felt a little something in the chest for a day or so. A little tickle, little tickle, a little. Yeah, it was like a little, like almost like a little pressure. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I've got light, you know, asthma during allergy season. So sometimes right. I know what it feels like. I was like, oh, maybe just fall allergies, whatever. And then I tested, and I, I uh, you know, and, and then I tested. Positive after test negative 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 and then finally you know then hit positive. I will I will tell you, uh, and uh, you know I'm honored to say this. I worked I've worked very hard this election season. Oh you know, my and gosh! I've been, 
all over the but country. But you've worked on so many campaigns. How does this rate with the prior campaigns you've worked on for presidential candidates, for senators? How, how tough has this been? You, you know, it's been interesting for me. It's been very exciting. You've because you've got perspective. I, I do. I, you know, going back now over 12 years, I will tell you that I've been so honored to be able to do this. I was able to be more in a, in a outward role. Now, I've done TV, of course, for a long time. Right. And I, you know, I was one of the top spokespeople in 2016. Um, I've been doing TV since 2008. But this was the first time where I helped headline rallies. You know, I spoke at events. Yeah. I hadn't done, I had not done that before. You know, I'd done a lot of different things. A lot of, you know, smaller events. So was it more fun or was it tougher? It was awesome. It was awesome. I've been speaking at a rally of maybe 10,000 Jews in Marine Park, Brooklyn, with the Trump flags waving there. There's pictures on my Twitter and on my Instagram, which, by the way, I have to tell you, my Instagram following went from 300 to almost 5,000 since election night. Boris underscore EPS I didn't even know your Instagram. I'm all over it now. I've, well, I posted last follow. night. Is it Boris EP? No, it's Boris underscore E-P-S-H-T-E-Y-N. Okay, we're going to go and go to that right now. So, and you're probably plugging Boris underscore, and it starts going there. So, it, it's been such an gotcha. amazing... It pops up right I'm there, right? following you already. 5,000 followers, dude. Is that right? It's up to five? It's five and a half thousand. It's beautiful. We're getting yeah. there. Follow it now. Now, Instagram, Boris underscore Epstein. Follow it with a Y because he's different. And follow him right oh, now. Nice we'll have 5,000 by the end of this podcast. Let's get to 5,000. Boris underscore E-P-S-H-T-E-Y-N. And there you are at the Christmas party. We'll talk about it in a second. So go back. So 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 this has been an amazing season for you. Super tough. So you, you, you walk into the forest of the corona. Right. What was it like for you? So, in some ways, I'd been expecting to get it. And my friends were because laughing. You're, because you're so busy and meeting people. I was just out there. you know, right. and, I, I made, and I made a conscious decision. You know, I was careful around my family. I was getting tested. But I made a conscious decision. I'm And, and Mayor Giuliani said this, too. That I was not going to stick myself in the basement and hide <laughs> you from... You weren't going to do a Biden? I wasn't going to do a Biden. I wasn't going to hide from the world. I was going to do what I had to do, which is speak at a rally in, in Miami, speak at a rally in Brooklyn, speak in, in, in events in Pennsylvania. So I was expecting to get it. Uh, and then, you know... I was my friends joked. I was like the gingerbread man. Gingerbread man, you can't catch me. You know. <laughs> so finally, come I, on, Wuhan, you can't catch him. So the Wuhan caught me, and you know, so I you felt, weren't looking. I just snuck up behind. Yeah, you. Yeah, snuck up behind me. Snuck up behind Maybe I was taking a little nap. So like a ten minute nap. So and and I will tell you. And by the way, and I've said this, it is a serious thing. It's something to take seriously. So you, you felt it. I felt and it. What happened? I felt a little. How bad did it I, get? I was a little. It never got too bad. Really? It never got too bad. And I've got a great kind of, kind of fluey, right? Kind of like Not, tired. As 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 I've said, people want to hear how the Boris lived. Sure, it. sure. As I've said to folks who are let's call it very senior, <laughs> as I've had the honor to share with folks, it, it was not the worst flu I'd ever had. Uh, and you know, so I went from having suppression in the chest to feeling tired to to pretty good fatigue, not crazy fatigue. You start feeling a little loopy, like a little a little distracted. Is that the drugs or is it the disease? I was only on ZPAC. So I That's what he had? No. The- the, I took ZPAC, vitamin. I've got a great doctor. Any of you in the Princeton area, I'm going to do another <laughs> plug for my doctor. Dr. Natalie Dushevsky. She's been a family friend of ours for 20 years. My grandmother and her father were friends in the old country. Wow. Back in Moscow. So so I, hang on. But So she put so me no on, hydroxy? No hydroxy. Dude. It, and I'll tell you why. I just, my doctor, knowing my medical history, oh. she evaluated it. And said, 
Z pack. She says because you know I'm not the I'm not the skinniest uh, sheep in the herd. Okay, <laughs> uh, and uh, but she evaluated and she said if based on where you are right now, based on my symptoms, hydroxy not needed. So light symptoms. Z pack, vitamin D, baby aspirin, and I had an inhaler for in case for I the needed lungs. It for the lungs. My oxygen never went below ninety eight. Uh, and you know now for those of you who who get it, unfortunately, something that I think is important to have is the oximeter at home. The to, oximeter. The oximeter. Yeah, right. to measure your your oxygen. You can levels. get that at the pharmacy. Right? You could order on Amazon, get it at pharmacy. Right. It's very easy. Right. They're cheap. So I have because that's a good indicator that you're, you're getting on enough oxygen in your lungs. Exactly right. because that's the indicator that even if you have it's it, it's progressing. It's progressing, right. and if it gets in your lungs, then, then and and don't play around. Take it seriously. Yeah. And if, if, if that oxygen is going down or you feel like it's going down, just go into the hospital. Right. Go to the hospital. And, and also, as soon as you get it, reach out to your doctor. Don't yeah. try to self-medicate. Do the right thing. And then it should go its own way. I mean, the survival rate is 99.6%. 99.96%. Yes. So 99.96. So this is a serious thing. It's a real thing. But in my experience, and this is my decision, it, it was not a thing to run from. And let's be clear. The mayor is out of the hospital. The president, 74 years old, crushed it over a weekend. Crushed it. The baron is back in studio. I personally, you know, knock on wood, I've been taking my one hydroxy every Friday, like my doctor said, prophylactically. So, you know, fingers crossed we're good. But take it seriously. But at the end of the day, it is conquerable. And as the president said, and this is the most important thing, when he came out of the hospital, that amazing, amazing moment on the balcony at the White House, where he said, you must not let this dominate right. your life, which is a good message in general, right? For when, when things get tough, you don't let the exogenous, you don't let the external factors that you don't have control over dominate you. You dominate them through the things that you can change. So we are so glad to have you back. Thank you so much, my friend. And I do want to say that I'm so appreciative for the outpouring of support, and specifically from the people who listen to this podcast and your show. And you know how I know? How? Because I'll get tweets, I'll get Instagram messages. Baron, wishing you a quick recovery. Baron, <laughs> that's from here. Baron, that's that's from I know show. where that's from. Baron, right. we need you back out there. And it carried me through, and I did. we, we did a... a uh, uh, a podcast and a segment the week I, the week I was out of it. Yeah. You know, I, I was sort of I was supposed to be out of commission, and and I was resting. And you know what? I am very thankful for everyone's support. I'm thankful to fight through this. I wish everybody the best of health. And as you said, this is a serious thing. It's a thing to be taken seriously, but it's not a thing to be panicked about. Yeah, and and not 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 petrified. It's like. Let me, I, I was going to share this on the show, and I haven't. And we're going to have you on the show as well, but the podcast is important, what, where the state, uh, the cases. And the we're Texas live. Case. And we're live on YouTube, guys. This is so exciting. Because Mr. G, you know, he's, he's thinking. He's thinking. So I, I went away for Thanksgiving. I took my family to Wyoming because they, they shut down Oregon, where we were supposed to go. And we're flying back. <laughs> we're flying back with my, my son and my wife. My daughter had to go back to California. And this woman, older than my wife, um, is separating me and my wife. And we want to change seats. And my wife, my wife is super, super polite. And, so and, polite. And avoids conflict. She hates conflict. Really? And, and truly, everybody says that about their wife. You know her. Dr. Right. G's wife is one, wonderful, unbelievably polite. Thank you. A little bit different than me. And uh, You're polite. <laughs> Ish. 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 That's good. <laughs> polite. 
ish. What's that, Brian that, that's the Yiddish word, right? Yeah. Polite ish. What's Brian Karam think about that? <laughs> <laughs> you can ask him. I'm not interested. Um, and this, this, my wife just says, um, would, would you mind changing places because, um, because my husband's over there on the other side of the aisle? And sitting next to me is, you know, a 15-year-old kid. And everybody's got masks on because you're on a flipping plane. And the woman says, no, I don't want to sit next to a child because, you know, they're super spreaders or something. And I thought, lady, if you're that afraid of this thing, don't be on a plane. what the hell are you doing on a plane? <laughs> <Right>. Seriously, <laughs> get off the plane. Right. Because what if the child had been given the seat next to you and not my wife had been given the seat? What are you going to do? Walk to wherever you, D.C.? And also, I mean, unless you're on the world's la- largest plane, like that Howard Hughes thing, the kid was probably within three feet of her anyway. The super goose. Yeah, of course. He was right. He was, he was, two people between right us. right there. You know, this, uh, people, you know people, that's letting it dominate your life. It is. That's why I'm saying it. People, people have lost their minds too much. This is a real thing. The president has done unbelievable work. And getting warp Operation speed. Warp, speed, warp Speed and getting our economy to where it is and getting the, the PPE, the personal protective equipment to where it is, so important. And we as a country, we're battling through it. Yeah. Having been through it, I would say the toughest part of the diagnosis. I can't believe you really had it. You look, it's just amazing. Yeah, your got, hair, you look, yeah, got rosy yeah, pallor. Yeah, having a good time. Here we are. I got a vest. Looking good. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Well, I'll try to be like you. So... <laughs> The toughest moment, frankly, was telling my parents. Oh, I bet. You know, because you're close to your parents. I'm very close to my folks, and actually, you know, they were supposed to be coming down to DC for Thanksgiving. Remember, this was a couple of days before Thanksgiving. Yeah, and and I, you know, I had to call my dad. It was late. You know, I said, Dad, uh, here's you know, here's what happened. And, and, and how, he, how was the reaction? He was he was okay. Though my dad's a very steady guy. And, he's and, a scientist. And, and, and he's a scientist. Thanks for remembering. He's so, right. my dad's wonderful. And, both my parents were so amazing. Because you're the only child. You're, 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 you're the little treasure. I am. I am. <laughs> and, you know, my mom's a businesswoman, so successful. And so she, you know, is is very active and, and, and her imagination starts going, right? But my dad is a scientist. So so I, I called him and, and dad, you're, you're going to listen to this. I know. And I love you so much. And mom, I love you. And, and thank you for your support and, and sticking through this. And, and we got through we got through another one as a family. Uh, and and that's that's truly wonderful. You know, right, that's, that's what families that's, are for. That's fifteen minutes about you. Yeah, let's get the business. Okay, <laughs> La- I, I just want to say one last thing. I I told my folks, they, you know, processed it and we moved on. Yeah. And and but for all of you, and and here's a, I think it's important to say to the people who have lost folks, people who have had people in their family get get COVID or get anything else. And and but we're here with you, and we're thinking of you. And we're you know, as the holiday season approaches, it's been it's been a hard year. Twenty twenty has been different. It's been it's been a different year, and uh, and our love is our love is with you all, and, and we wish you a, a happy uh, Hanukkah and then a Merry Christmas because we say Merry Christmas in this country. We do, now. Uh, and and sending lots of love. All right, that is so important. The year is not over, but it has been a, a crazy tough year. We do say Merry Christmas if you haven't seen it. Uh, we were both at the White House Christmas party. I recorded. I was sneaky. I recorded the president. The whole six minutes of his great address is up on uh, YouTube. It's I was up. at the Hanukkah party. You were, you were the, yeah, because you were when the, last yeah, night, yesterday, yesterday, last right? You were at the Hanukkah party, so you have you can hear the president's wishes. You can hear how much of a fighting spirit he's 100%. in. Hundred percent, yeah. You got to listen to it. So we'll talk about what's going on in the Supreme Court. But first things first, there is a, a viral video going around that I didn't get to use on the show, and I want to, I really want to share it with somebody. And I think you, our listeners, our viewers on this podcast, are the perfect, perfect audience for that. And I want to get your response. So this is, I haven't worked out who her name is. It's 
somebody who posted a TikTok video. That's a problem because we know who owns TikTok. But it's an amazing video. So, Eric, play our mystery TikTok lady. It's just a mask. It's just two weeks. It's just so we don't overwhelm the hospitals. It's just non-essential businesses. It's just until the cases go down more. It's just until we get a vaccine. It's just a few side effects. It's just a bracelet. It's just to let others know you're safe to be around. It's just an app. It's just to let others know who you've been in contact with. It's just a few more months. It's just a video. It's just an email account. It's just a credit card company you can use cash. It's just a few places that won't take cash. It's just a little chip. It's just for medical information and paying for things. It's just for travel. It's just so you can get your driver's license. It's just so you can vote. It's just a few more years. It's just a statue. It's just a building. It's just a piece of paper. It's just a flag. It's just a piece of cloth. It's just a blood test. It's just a scan. It's just a chip. Just a dog. It's just a clump of cells. It's just the bad people. It's just the undesirables. It's just the Jews. It's just the Christians. Just the people don't think like us. Pretty philosophical. It's just the Jews. It's just the Christians. It's just a few weeks. We don't deny the coronavirus. It's real. You know more than anyone. But this is being exploited 100%. as a power grab. 100%. Let's talk about that. It's been exploited by the hypocritical left. Uh, it's being exploited by uh, those who have been disdaining this president. From the moment he closed the border to China, they were calling him xenophobic and racist. Yeah. And that's Joe Biden. And that's Nancy Pelosi, who was saying, come out to Chinatown in San party. Francisco. Yeah. Let's, let's party on. Nancy Pelosi then went to the hair salon while she wants other businesses to close. I've been through the virus. And I will tell you that it is absolutely vital for us as Americans to not let our country die. Not let our country die. And, you know, that was really moving to me, what that young woman said. And, and it's true. We as a country, we as a people cannot be shepherded into a hole. You know, and, and she's right. And, and, and you see this from, you see the video from California, the restaurant owner. Fr- you see the Staten right. Island bar, Max Bar. We had the, the, the lawyer to the owner on. This is, this is a way to kill a country and to use that pain for political profit. It, it, it's truly shocking. And, and I have to ask you, because uh, you consider yourself, you said it on the show, you've said it on the podcast, you consider yourself a New Yorker. So uh, they've given Killer Cuomo. Not only uh, uh, an Emmy, kind of blows my mind, but the news today is he's been given the Ted Kennedy Award for leadership. So what does that mean? Did he kill a woman in Massachusetts? Well, that, my comment was, why isn't he getting 6,000 of them, not just one? Because Ted only killed one person. <laughs> and, I, mean, know, I mean, God, this re- is, God rest Ted Sober, come on. What a joke. The Ted Kennedy Award for leadership? What a joke. 6,000 people were sent to their deaths in New York's uh, nursing homes by this so-called governor. And by the way, it's a joke two ways, right? Like, with yeah, respect to Senator Kennedy. It's a Kennedy. grim, grim come, joke. Come on. I mean, that's, you know, the, everybody knows what happened to Chappaquiddick. Yeah. And everybody knows about Kopechny. Ted. About Mayor Joe Kopechny. Everybody knows about the, the grim history of Ted Kennedy in Washington, D.C. Ask a bunch of the people who work in restaurants how you treated female, you know, the, female staff. The lion of the Senate. You know, so... Uh, so talk to so, us about the, but in terms he's, of, he's an symbol isn't he isn't Cuomo a symbol of what the Democrats have done with the coronavirus it's it's very scary actually it's, it's someone who's Jewish and who cares so deeply about you know, the history of the Holocaust and for you your family what you went through with communism if if you look at what the left is trying to do by shutting down businesses by shutting down people by shutting down dissent look at the way this Hunter Biden story was treated yes before the election 
Persona non grata. Anybody who wants to talk about it. Now, Discredited. Redebunked. Russia hoax. Russia. It was, it was Russia disinformation. Now, oh, wait. Been investigated since 2018 or earlier. So it is very scary what's happening. And that's why we have to stand up and be loud. And also, you add to that the obvious election fraud that happened. Yeah. This whole, and by the way, do, nobody should fool themselves. All of this election fraud came out with coronavirus as an excuse. Yes. The, leftist, the perfect cover. The leftist legislatures said, you know what? It's corona. Nobody can vote. We're going to give, we're going to send a ballot to anybody and everybody and their mom and dad and grandma and grandpa and great grandma and great grandpa, no matter if they died in 1922. But but it, the the thing is, it wasn't the legislatures in many cases. It was the governors. It was the local authorities. It was, it was exactly. the state secretaries. It was the people who had no constitutional right to change the way that the election is run because the constitution is clear. It is the state houses that decide how they are run. So, but uh, even the state houses cannot contravene their own their own constitutions. Their own constitutions, because people forget, you know, Pennsylvania has a constitution. But you are right in that it's it, it's most of its secretaries of state. Right. It's been governors, some cases courts, some cases just clerks. Yes. And clerks at polling places. Right. So this whole year is encapsulated by one huge leftist power grab, yeah. the kind of which we haven't seen since 1917 in the former in, in Russia, in Tsarist Russia. Truly. Well, at, truly. Th- at that point, not Tsarist, but the, the the Russia that was taken over by the by the Bolsheviks in 1917 from uh, f- from the interim government. Truly shocking. All right, let's talk about what the latest news is. We have, as of this recording, 18 states, yes. plus potentially the White House, that have joined Texas. I, I think, I'm not a lawyer, you're a lawyer. I, I think the uh, the members bringing the case against Pennsylvania was was doomed to failure. I think this is far more powerful because you've got a, you've got a whole state, a Lone Star State, saying our voters were disenfranchised when another state illegally against the constitution changes the way that they're running their election uh, what's what, what what can you tell our viewers and our listeners about the latest the president has joined the, he's intervened in the lawsuit personally and as a candidate for elected office and that lawsuit has a ton of merit and yeah. the attorney uh, 19 states that's professor eastman is very serious widely respected and if you look at the premise the premise is clear that is as you said it is state legislatures which set voting for president in their states. That's per the Constitution right. of the United States. Right. We're, we're a republic of states, so states get to run the election. Right. And that's and that is what the federal Constitution has as, as states. That's what that's what it lays out. That's what it dictates. That had, did not happen in Pennsylvania, Georgia, Wisconsin, Michigan, and I actually believe other states as well. And not only that, as you said, in Pennsylvania, they have a, their own constitution. This isn't the, the only case which requires, if they want to change, right. they have to do it a certain way. Right. There has to be a plebiscite. There has to be a vote amongst the, the, the citizens of the state. They can't just de facto decree, oh, we don't need postmarks on envelopes or we don't need to check signatures. So they're not only con- in contravention of the federal constitution, they're in the contravention of their own constitution. So um, my worry is, and, and please speak to this, the time crunch, that we've got so little time until the January 6th uh, counting of the Electoral College votes. Uh, how does that look from the practitioner's point of view? Well, actually, I'm really glad that you said something there and that you used January 6th. You didn't say December 14th. No. And you didn't say December 23 because those are ephemeral dates. They don't actually matter. And They're and, just picked. And believe it or not, Ruth Bader Ginsburg wrote in a dissent in Bush v. Gore that they didn't matter. Wow. 
because January 6th is when the joint session meets, and then after that, it's January 20th. 20th. That's the that's the inauguration. Actually, today, Professor Eastman said something very interesting. The, the the Constitution actually lays out what happens if it's not decided by January 20th. Believe it or not, the Speaker of the House becomes a, a president acting. for its acting president until it's determined who won the most legal votes. So here's what we cannot allow to happen. We cannot allow artificial dates or hardwired dates in the case of the of the January 6th and January 20th to push us away from determining who won the most legal votes. Right. That's what matters. That's what matters. And I talk about this a lot. You know, you've got to, when, when thinking about the American people, right, it's important to go back out 10,000 feet and, and think, if you asked a thousand, a hundred thousand, a million rational Americans, there's not a million, right? A thousand, a <laughs> hundred thousand, or a million throughout history, let's call it, rational Americans in the last 50, 100 years. Do they believe that Democrats cheat in elections. <laughs> and and you gave them truth serum, okay? Yeah. What do you think that polling would come back at? How many would say, yes, I believe, if you polled 100,000 Americans? There'd be three naive ones who believe nobody cheats and everybody else would say yes. Right. Because everybody knows it. It's a joke. It's, 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 it, you know, it is a skit that Chicago, that Detroit, that Baltimore, the Democrats cheat. They know what everybody, they everybody knows right. that. So out of... You know, you got how many? Three hundred fifty million Americans, approximately, yeah. right? If you were able to pull a million, which you couldn't, I bet you still. Of course. And if you got to a hundred million, you would get there, and then you would start getting, you know, some of the crazy stuff. So oh no, no, no! But that's the real. That's the reality. That's of a it. really good point. Uh, my 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 way of looking at this, and and we'll, we'll close it here, and I'll let you have the last word. Rudy, you, Jenna. Uh, Joe uh, DeGenova, Victoria Tansing, you have to fight the good fight all the way. The Texas AG will be on our show tomorrow. You have to fight this all the way. But but it's really, you, you don't need, <laughs> nobody's, got, nobody's got a pulse and who's breathing needs scads of empirical evidence. I don't need one affidavit. I don't need one CCTV video footage <laughs> of suitcases Suitcases. Suitcases being pulled from their hiding right. places after the GOP poll observers are escorted out of the building. I don't need any of that. All I need is this. And you know, you know this, guys. There is no way on God's green earth that a cognitively compromised politician, a machine politician who's been in the game for 47 years, who didn't campaign, who hid in his basement for more than six months, the idea that Joe Biden got more votes than the first black American president is absurd. And for me, that's enough. Two points. I agree with you 100%. Shocker. <laughs> Two points. One, as we talked about, just look inside your souls, folks. Do you really think Democrats don't cheat? Do you really think J- John F. Kennedy... And his dad, Joe Kennedy, didn't didn't cheat in Chicago, didn't cheat in Texas in 1960. Do you really believe that all those people going to jail for election fraud in Pennsylvania, uh, that's happening just as a, as a coincidence, as a joke? It's not real. It's real. Yeah. Democrats cheat in elections. We are standing up to them now. We are, we are calling them out. We're exposing it. And that's absolutely vital for today, for determining who won this election, and for the future. That's one. Two, if you truly believe that Joe, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. <laughs> received 80 
million votes. More than Barack Obama. More than JFK. More than Bill Clinton. <laughs> more than JFK and, and the more, fake and Hillary. More than all these. More more than everybody. Yeah. If you think that that out of all the pres- people who ran for president in the history of this country, Joe Biden got more votes than anybody. I've got a bunch of bridges in Washington, <laughs> a couple in Philly, and about five to seven in New York to sell you. Yeah. Tweet at me. I'll sell you some bridges. <laughs> we'll all have a good time. God bless everybody. Fabulously done. Follow him, Boris EP, on Twitter, Boris underscore Epstein with a Y on Instagram. I'm Sebastian Gorka, Seb Gorka on Twitter. God bless you all. Catch you next time.